This week in league, coronavirus proves what footy fans have known for years. Melbourne and Campbelltown are fucking diseased shitholes. For the first time in 100 years, there's a new position in rugby league. At his price, Ben Hunt isn't a hooker, he's an escort. The NRL braces for a new CTE epidemic after a uh, recent poll shows 27% of players rate Mitchell Pearce the best half in the comp. Plus, we look ahead to all of the action for round 10 of the 2020 NRL season. Quite more this week in league. Welcome to episode 359 of This Week in League, on that. And I'm Jay. Sat in the man. Oh, yeah. 2020 keeps delivering. Yeah. Fucking just I'm when you fucking think. furious. Just when we thought we were out. Cunts in Victoria pull us back in. Quite frankly, I think that the entire rugby league community should first apologise to Adam Fanua Blake and secondly, deploy him down to Victoria <laughs> via Campbelltown to tell these cunts what fucking retards they all are. It just beggars belief that... Yeah, there was one hotel and one shit cunt security guard company. And, and, they, and they... But that, my understanding is... That they were fucking uh, quarantinees or whatever the word whatever the word for it is. They like were fucking quarantinees. To give them to give them like acts like to to allow them to go to Seven Eleven and yeah and things like that. Yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, and but also they were letting the guests. There were, there was no one preventing the guests from mingling. Right. In all the other hotels, there were measures yeah. in place to make sure that the guests stayed Those, in their room. In, in, in house arrest, in it. their hotel yeah, room. Yeah, that's it. You're in quarantine. Yep. Whereas this one, they were going into each other's rooms to play board games and chat mm, and do all this stuff. So, yeah. Absolute clusterfuck. And now they're breaking some... Now they're like getting new cases, the likes of which the entire Australian... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it... You know, community transmission, man. Last time, all we had were people from overseas and the sort of dumb cunts that go on cruises. Yeah, yeah. Now, like, this is how the shit really was in other countries. Yeah. Grab your ankles, cunts. It's time to doggy dance. Yep. And then it looks like New South Wales weren't quite fast enough to put a clamp on. I saw saw a story saying that there was like a Jetstar flight from Victoria that landed in Sydney, and they just fucking sailed through. They didn't even... Yeah. They weren't even challenged. Yeah. It, like, let alone, you know... And, t- <laughs> like, let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. A Jetstar flight is the worst sort of flight to let in from anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and, you know, while, while I have a degree of, you know, compassion and, and, uh, and, and sympathy for... For Victorian victims, really? I mean, like the bare minimum, like like actual victims, not dumb cunts. Yeah, like I mean, you know, it gives me that feeling, like when you know, like I'm 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 busting for shit or something. That level of sympathy, like you know, not, <laughs> nothing like <laughs> nothing that I can't, nothing that I can't just fucking throw down the Dalton <laughs> in, in no time flat. But um, I tell you, boy, Jesus, if these cunts. Fuck up our grand final yeah. trip. 
I know. I will put a jihad on Victoria. Yeah. I've already got a jihad on Campbelltown's long story. But But Victoria. Look, I I grew up in Campbelltown. Yeah. And it deserves a fucking jihad. Yeah. That place has no redeeming qualities. Yep. Nothing good has ever come out of Campbelltown, me included. <laughs> it uh yeah, it's a fucking terrible place. But I love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, fucking backtrack. Um <laughs> now on, on, yeah. At this stage, well fuck, we were so we were like you could almost fucking taste it. Yeah. Like we like negotiations with the venue were 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 yep. penciled in and approved, yeah. And you know, based the trajectory of the COVID the restrictions in, in, in were New South Wales back. at the time, and that we could probably you know the the fifty that we sort of baseline was it was it was going to be fine and 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 handled on their end, and um, you know, potentially given it was like four you know four or five months away at the time that. These things are, yeah, that it may open up and we may be able to, you know, you know, touch touch on wood. We may have been able to get like our regular numbers in for the, a, it was a heading fire. that way. It was heading that way. Now, boom, they clamped it down. Now it's like 10, 10 people maximum yeah. per function. That's and, it. And you know, pubs then you know the maximum numbers dependent on the, on the square meterage. <sighs> uh, who fucking knows? I mean, like then it's like you know, do we get back? Do we have to fucking like yeah. waste two weeks before we allow yeah. back? Because I mean, our state is just locking shit down, yeah. keeping it out as they should, you know, as everyone should be. Yep. Um, God damn it, Rona! The good news is there's plenty of time for Victoria and and Western Sydney to fucking sort their shit out. Yep. Plenty of time. If you think about the initial lockdown, for us anyway, things were kind of open, open back up here. Certainly within like ten weeks total. Yes, total and like yep. Um, so they've they've got that time, no problem. And you know what? Yeah, if everyone keep... does if everyone does what they're fucking supposed to. Yeah, it only takes two. Mm-hmm. I but mean, you know what though? Fucking lock your shit down now. Yeah. Fucking Gladys. The fuck sort of name is Gladys? Really? She's got a name like she fucking plays bass for System yeah. Over Down. What's his name? Well, I mean they're all Armenian. Okay. So they've all got fucking they've all got these fucking names. Like, yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> like whatever her fucking last name. I don't know how you pronounce it. Okay. Beryl Jekyllian or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not right, but I say it for comedy effect. I don't know what the right answer is though. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Just Gladys, lock your shit down. Yeah. Like lock it down tighter than what I can only assume are your crusty fucking meat flaps and just cut that shit out because I want my meat up. Yep. It's literally the only fucking saving saving this, grace of, it this is. Se- of this fucking year. It is. It really is. It'll save 2020. Yeah, it will. Fuck. So, for us. Yes. With all due respect. Well, it's all, you know, look, it's the year of Cleary, so I can't be too upset. Yeah, but this is the thing. If these if these cunts don't fucking sort their shit out, I mean, he'll be back to fucking TikToking illegally in the in the on the TikTok underground with these fucking little speakeasy full of fucking fives. 
<laughs> Penrith nines. Yeah, Penrith, Penrith, Penrith nine, nine CBD fives. Um, <laughs> so this is the thing. This can fuck it. It can fuck everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And then you go, oh mate, fucking the Chucky Stains. Oh. <laughs> I didn't understand as a news thing, but, but I mean that he's the yeah loose ass cut loose ass country fucking farmer that he is. Immediately, yeah. Im- immediately, fucking. Look, do you, do you want to segue? Do you want to segue straight into that? Oh, I can. In I mean, the, the, the most important thing that I found took from that news article yeah. was that he went to the hospital with lockjaw at two thirty in the morning. <laughs> and I tell you, what a fucking soft cunt! Because I tell you, if I went to the hospital every time I had lockjaw at two thirty a.m. <laughs> On a, on a Saturday night, <laughs> handle your high, son. <laughs> no, don't quadruple drop. Lockjaw, lockjaw is an ongoing condition taken by having four fingers at a time. <laughs> yeah, you're not Joey Johns, mate. You're not trying to fuck it. You're not. You're not trying to get into a big day out when there's dogs ahead of you, mate. <laughs> Just fucking ease up. <laughs> yes. No. We'll talk more about that in the news. Oh, I don't have him in the news. We can talk about it now. That can be the first thing. I mean, I do have like this kind of catch-all Rona Rona art related article bit, but uh, oh, it, that that one's a bit of a nothing story. Yeah, they've, they've had to have stood him down under the protocols, which mm-hmm. is understandable. It's a very serious thing. The issue was that the current bubble requirements mm-hmm. state that you may have up to 10 people attend your place of residence yep. in a day. Where he fucked up was that the, the fine print says that they can only attend at a maximum number of five at a time. So you yeah. can have 10, yep. but they've got to come in two groups of five. Yep. And he had one group of 10. Yeah. So he's not good at third grade maths or whatever fucking grade you learn groups of 10 and fives. <laughs> or just like um, reading in general. So, um, like the, the kid was excited. It's a nothing, it's a nothing thing. It is, but because it's the Rona, yeah. it's a something thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just like the Cleary thing. Any other time of the world, that's a fucking nothing thing. But because mm-hmm. it happened in the time of Rona, it's more serious. Yep. Um, congratulations to him. It's not often that, Somebody comes out and so thoroughly thumps an entire club back to its rightful place of mediocrity. Uh, but he certainly did that to Cronulla. And it was glorious to watch. I enjoyed his debut, but I would... I would but I, I would also... His debut was like a highlights package of Darius Boyd's State of Origin career. <laughs> <laughs> Literally... Was touched by an opposing player only on the last try, yeah. and it was barely like a foot around the ankle, oh, look, a hand around the ankle. Sorry, the, and I'll talk about this in the game. But that break he made down the touchline, yep, and the pass he threw back inside, yep, was fairly fucking sexy. Yeah, but he's the tries he scored though. Oh, the ones he scored, yeah, all, all bar one of them. There was like no one within two meters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so like the, the, the first story, I don't know, the biggest one of the week. Uh, Old Dean Pay mm. stepped down from the co- as the coach of the Bulldogs after yep. after their disrespectfulness, and uh, he had a meeting with the club after they lost to the Broncos on Saturday, and uh, yada yada yada. Thanks for your contribution, and uh, and he was also you know like you know thank you to the club. It's been an honour to blah yeah. blah. The standard standard bullshit. So 
I haven't really heard any dirt come out yet, but it's uh, interesting that he did jump before pushed, before being pushed. Um, and uh, Steve Georgialis is going to be the interim head coach for the time being. Steve Georgialis. With the name... The professional interim. Professional interim. Always the bridesmaid. And word on the street is that, well, I mean, negotiations have commenced. So one of the contenders is uh, Trentius. Sexy good bloke. Well, that's Trent just, Barrett. let me tell you, Bulldogs, I can't recommend this guy highly enough. <laughs> if you need a player, if you need a coach that's going to get on the drink with the players, the, a coach that's going to be one of the boys and put himself in a position where he can't make any hard decisions, then Trent is the man for you. Do you have a shortage of outdoor furniture? <laughs> Trent's apparently got some. He does, and will bring it. He doesn't give you with backyard furniture blue balls. Do you need your roster to be made worse than they are now? Just call Trent. One eight hundred sexy good bloke. Um, I th- I think Dean Pace stood up here. You I think know, yes, he too. he went into a situation where there was a shitty roster. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that has happened has been that good players have been shed. Or, you know, at, at least average players. Yeah. They'll like go through... They, they lost CHN. Yeah. Who's a rep-level player. Yeah. And was their fucking greatest attacking weapon for the majority of that run they went on at the back end of last year. Yeah, he was good for a try. Um, he, was, he was good for a try. Like a, like a kick-out try, except he'd do it from, you know, 30. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, but can also you know, uh, effectively chase bombs and contest and was was a fitter kicker. They lost Woods, which was probably a blessing in disguise. Oh, yeah, especially this weekend. Yeah. Um, But, you know, they lost Embi. And while he's he's, he's not what everyone thinks he is and and does have a barrier in him occasionally, but... I think he'd he'd start... uh, But he's a loss. He he could amputate one leg and still start in the current Bulldogs lineup. Um, So... So how the fuck Dean Payers come in with the roster he had, done nothing but lose players, go through fucking scandals and, and all that shit, and now he's told by the club that they're going to look at options for next year. So they didn't say yep. to him, you're fired. Yeah. They said, we're going to look but at options. But it's also, it's not, just what they, it's not just what they said to him. I mean, it's also, there has been the... the the little whispers and everything for for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, there has been. So, but to, and, when, and when isn't of, there if a coach goes through a, a rough period? Yeah, but I think for I think from his perspective, the whispers were you know coming from like the board inside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't just the media like just yeah. seeing a coach losing and then you know. Mm. So, um, good on him for for going out with his head held high. Yeah, fucking oath. And uh, I don't know what's going to be next for him, the, but I'm. We certainly, I don't expect to see the Bulldogs bounce this week with <coughs> no. Steve George Alice. I, I don't think Dean Pay comes out of this looking better, but I don't think he comes out of it looking worse. Yeah. I I think he would still fairly simply walk back into an assisting role. Oh, easily, yeah. Um, he's, he's not going to go straight into another head coaching role, even if no. there's one available. Will he get another head, head coaching role? I don't know. Considering the options that are out there, yeah, jobless. Yeah, but who at the is? Moment. You got guys like you know uh, 
Tubes, Nathan Brown. You got Tubes, um, you got Brownie. Um, you got Hook. Hook, for, for sure. Uh, there's some other ones there that I'm not sure if they're, you know, if they're even still in the game. Like, yeah, what's know, Neil like, Henry doing? Where's he? Yeah, Neil Henry and like, and Matthew Elliott and like guys like that. Yeah. Still, all, all of them better. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> than, you know. That's it. So, and, and as an interesting thing, I, I don't know what this is, but for Trent Barrett to take that. Yeah. In a situation where, if you look at the Bulldogs, yep. there are so many areas that they're falling behind on. Yes. And one of those seems to be that they just get run roughshod every single week. They're just so far out of condition. Yep. So the first thing you'd want to do when you get there is say that, okay, they, these guys aren't in shape or they're not in good enough shape for yep. what they're doing. So we need sports scientists, nutritionists. Um, Surely you know, they have all of that stuff though. I'm assuming that if they do, they're not good enough. Yeah. You know? And then the club goes, you know what? We don't have a major sponsor. Yeah. So it's going to be really tough for us to pay for that stuff. Yeah. What the, seriously, would you take the dog's job now? No, but I mean, you know, Trent's a different animal. Yeah, he is. He's a blind blind ambition for a guy. I think he's just one of those guys that just needs to fit. He just needs to be called a head coach. Mm. Because... Yeah. He's achieved nothing in the role, but I think it's important to him. He's the ponger of coaching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean... Jesus Christ. When he's had the reins, nothing good has come of it. But even this year, he's being touted as doing a lot for the role of halves and playmakers and key players at Penrith. Like, it's your first year of that, mate. Take a couple of years of that. Yeah. And become... You know, oh well, he he's the best attacking coach in the, yep, the yep. thing. Look, look what he did there. He yep. was this, this. Don't just take the first. And I, believe me, I'm not saying this because I've got any issues with him leaving Penrith. Mm-hmm. None whatsoever. Yeah, none whatsoever. Because you know what would happen if he left Penrith? Fucking nothing. Fucking nothing. Exactly. At but all. don't just walk into the first one. Yeah. That comes along. Yeah. Do build your mythos. Do this, um, then in a couple of years' time, when when something actually like you know the Tigers are going to be looking for a new coach in yeah. a little while. He's just about due. Yeah, you know, Farrell um, or not. <laughs> <laughs> and they, oh, I was going to say they might still have Harry Grant, but they won't. Well, no, I mean he actually came out. I didn't put it down in the articles, but I saw an article where he's like, "Oh, let's end the speculation right here." I'm, I'm, I said to Storm, I'm going back next year and I'm going back next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he even, like, the, he, even, he even refuted, like, the, the line that's been trotted out was earlier in the season that he's like, if he's not, if Cameron Smith doesn't retire and he's not starting, then yeah. he's, he's going to get a release. That's it. And he's like, that's not the case at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, I can wait. <laughs> <laughs> he's seen what it feels like to be the best player in a bad team. And, and- uh, and this is him going back to a fucking diseased, rampant, post-apocalyptic shithole. Exactly. He's choosing that over remaining at the West Tigers. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Levels. Very. Uh, related to but to the doggies, but not that story in particular, but the uh, NRL's appeals committee issued a, their decision in respect to the appeals brought by the doggies players, Ockenbore and Harawira and Naira. Uh, 
will all remember that they uh, fucked some school kids and their registrations were cancelled on the 1st of April following the serious breaches of the lease code um, vis-a-vis fucking children. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's what happened. <laughs> but with an important point of distinction, Harawiranara's was a Tinder hookup. Yes. And... That that was just in breach of the fraternisation, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, code of conduct. Whereas the one that Ockenbaugh fucked was like through like sent in, a Instagram. picture to him of her with him yeah. in her school uniform yeah. from earlier that day. Yeah. So yes, both fucked girls that were under eighteen, slightly different surroundings. Yes. Um. Always check for ID. Yeah. Whatever. So the um. The suspensions were uh, 14, 14 weeks for Ockenbore and $22,500 and undergo counselling, etc., etc. Yes. Um, Harawir and Nora cop 10, 10 matches and a fine of $15,000. And so the the appeals committee found that uh, while the, the suspensions and the fines were, were all good, mm-hmm. the deregistration was uh, too harsh. And... Um, Harrier and Ira, and uh, they'll, they, their, const, their Bulldogs contracts are to be reinstated. Uh, Ockenbore, I believe, is, you know, he's Bulldogs for life. And so he's like... Okay. Local junior. Come when, he's, when he's thing, yeah, when he's... When he realises suspens- he's a fringe fucking first grader. When his suspension's up, he, well, he, well, what he realises is that those dogs got nobody. Yeah. They'll fucking, it. they'll welcome him back. Yeah. Harrier and Ira, on the other hand, is uh, signed to the doggies until the end of 2022... But he uh, allegedly, as no Canterbury Bankstown bosses contacted him after he was sacked by the club. So, yeah. uh, so he's. Uh, I saw a thing on Fox uh, earlier today where he was like, I can't remember what the quote was, but it was like, you know, he's dreaming if they think like he's filthy at the club and there's yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking no chance yeah. he's going back there yeah. unless he's somehow strong armed in doing so. Um. Apparently the Warriors, the Dragons, and Canberra Raiders are interested. Well, of course they are. He's fucking great. Yeah, I mean, I would hope the Manly are interested as well. I mean, because he would be a fucking custom-made replacement for Joel Thompson. Yeah, he would be. Um, and and he was very close to signing with Manly in the past, mm. a couple of years ago before he went to the Doggies. So, and that was only scuttled over some stupid old person bullshit. Well, it was because Gus put you in the rightful position that your club deserves to be in. Well, Gus, Gus, and Bozo had a fucking had a, had a, an a, an agreement that they wouldn't fucking go after each other's players. I mean, that's like we talk about the old cunts in you know, and like the the game being run like a meat raffle, and you know, that's fucking exactly like typifies that sort yes, of. Yes, it does. Fucking morons. Um, what else is there out? That's that's interesting because I would have thought, and I think that's unwise by the dogs the what with what part of that exactly again you, you look at those two instances yeah and you look at chn yep like for there to be no contact yeah and who yeah there's obviously two sides to every story oh yeah but for there to be no contact seems a bit rough yeah who do you expect to hear from firstly as well because i can't imagine that he didn't get a call from dean pay or you know someone like that who knows yeah but it's not out of the out of the odds. What you got to understand is when they're courting these players, yeah, right. There's there's a whole bunch of fucking shit that goes on, 
and he would have met with maybe you know, a board member or you know who knows whether yeah. whether Mortimer sat down and had a coffee with him and explained yeah. to him why he wanted yeah. Corey well, to come the, to the, the, dogs the vision that he had. Uh, yeah. That's it, and this is why I think you'd fit here. It's you can see how CHN would be there going, oh, okay, well, hang on, when you wanted me to come to your club, you were all, yeah, oh, yeah. I've got time for you, and. Yep. You know, never be afraid to give me a call if you need anything, and I'm always. But yep. then after this, you didn't want to know me. Yep. Um, if that's true, it's it's poorly managed. And at the end of the day, you fucked a child. So that's it. You know, well, let's, let's say let's say let's like there's such a connotation to child, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, let's say you fucked a school kid. Well, no, that, that's honestly <laughs> yeah. that's what it is. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I said, and I've had some fucking sobering thoughts recently. I was out a little while ago. <laughs> school holiday. Not fucking children, I, no, I, I trust. Not at, all. Yeah. not at all. And I was with my boy. Yeah. And my mate's boy. Yeah. And we were just mucking around um, in a park. Yep. And then there were some girls there talking about how they were going to go out and party. Yep. And they were so happy because they'd just turned 18. Okay. And I looked at them and I'm like... And I did that thing. I'm like, oh, mm, okay, yeah, going out and this, this. And then I realized that they were closer in age to my six-year-old son <laughs> than they were to, than they were to me. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking about 17-year-olds. Yes. They're fucking children. Yeah. Right? That's what they are. Um, so. Yeah, but also, I mean, you are significantly older than like a 21-year-old fucking hey, fuck Jay, Jay Knockenball. Fuck you, man. <laughs> In which ca- his case is that uh, he's far more closer to their age than they are to your son, who he doesn't know. You know, I know, but my, my point here is, <laughs> yeah. at 17, 18, yeah. like you are so close to being a fucking kid, it's not funny. Yeah. So, um, don't do it. Yeah, okay, Come back the, to Penrith, Corey. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's not going to happen. There's just no fucking money for him. He had to, he, that's the whole reason he left in the first exactly. place. And yeah, you know what, really? Liam's fucking doing a mighty job there. Yeah. So, so just the general wrap-up of Rona stuff. Western Sydney teams could be forced to relocate. Because Campbelltown is a shithole. Because Campbell, just Western Sydney, just every, everywhere, I guess, west of... Look... I would argue everywhere west of fucking <laughs> Balmain. Yeah, you fucking <laughs> bougie cunt. I just just incinerate the fucking lot. But um, you know, I think for the purposes of that discussion, I think they'd probably mean everywhere west of Parramatta, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what is it? That's the southwest, like Liverpool. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is but I mean, when they say West Sydney, I mean that's like yeah. So that's 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 your, your doggies. That's yeah. I mean, I guess the tick pies. I guess gone yeah. Parramatta Penrith way. Yeah. Yet. Um. So, the NRL, if need be, is prepared to relocate all sixteen teams to Queensland. Jesus Christ! Well, they're which already doing fu- it. Which, which you know what? It, I'd say that'd be fucking great because I don't know if they'd spread them across the state. They might send some up to fucking North Queensland. But you'd, you'd think the vast majority of them would be down here. Yep. And that means that the uh, like tickets to, to games yeah. are a lot more attractive. Yeah, that's it. Because it's not watching the fucking Titans or the Broncos. <laughs> um, the uh, commission has uh, returned all non-Queensland clubs to the original Apollo protocols. 
which removes players' abilities to go to places like cafes, restaurants, beaches, golf courses, etc., and additional restrictions on visitors to home homes. So more so than than uh, what old Chucky Staines breached. Mm. And in a couple of games' time, the Warriors are federally fucked mm-hmm. with. I when they were talking about the players that were missing the family and we're going to go home and trying to go home and after after um old Stevie was sacked, Ignatius Parsi's name always came up, so I sort yep. of followed that back as who gives a shit. But the other two, yeah, fucking Fusatua and, and Ken Momalo, Jesus Christ! Like, I mean, the only way it could be worse is if RTS was going with them. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, that if that would have happened, just yeah. fucking fold. Yeah, um, and they're also also one of the. Uh, also heading home with them is the what I think is the number one the the, the number one name in rugby league at the moment. King yeah. King Vuni Yayawa. <laughs> it's just fucking tremendous. It is. I, I love it. So that's a bit of a Rona wrap up. And uh now once again, just when we thought we were clean, now we have to be like, oh fuck, is anything gonna happen? Well I'll tell you what, could we meet up in Queensland? Yeah. It's, it's kind of not the point, but could be, could happen. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now. I say unilaterally, if these fucking Victorian retards don't get their shit together. True. And when I say Victorian retards, I'm lumping fucking Western Sydney into that group as well. <laughs> they don't get their fucking shit together. Then they're definitely going to be something happening. Yeah. On Grand Final Day in fucking Brisbane. Yep. I can I guarantee it. Yes. Because you know what? We'll be allowed to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll be allowed to book a place. Yep. And we can we shut like we could go to that barbecue place. And we can shut the fucker down. Yep, exactly. And uh, that would be great. And if they got a big screen TV, that's all you need. Oh, we'll fucking buy them one. Yeah. <laughs> Give me fucking brisket ribs and grand finals. <laughs> yes. Recaps for, what was it? Round nine. Uh, Thursday night, the Roosters 42 defeat the Cowboys 16. Up at the, what did someone, I saw something on Twitter, that someone like now called the Abattoir I or did, something. I did see that. I did have it in the game tweets for this one, but if you want to talk about that now. I think it's great. It's a great name. There has been a petition to rename the stadium from the bedpan to the Abattoir. I'm all, I'm all for it. Yeah? I like it better. Nice. I mean, if they ever were to start winning, I guess it becomes an abattoir. They slaughter the other teams, so the name can is it's evergreen. It's multifunctional. Okay, so the uh, Roosters forty-two tries to five tries to Ikevalu, um, Tupanua and Kiri with a double, uh, Flanagan five of eight conversions. The Cowboys sixteen came through a double to Reese Robson, uh, Cohen Hess with the other one felt two of three conversions. This one was kind of strange because. It was, it was kind of a game for a little while, but man, that like in that second half, yeah. that first like what twenty minutes or probably less than twenty minutes, seventeen minutes, yes. something, which is fucking ridiculous, like yes. ridiculous. There is a very popular TikTok song at the moment, okay, and the words say, "I just flicked a switch, flick, flick," and that's what the Roosters did in this game. That's. <laughs> That's, that, that that sounds. Look, I am I'm not, trying to appeal to the younger generation. I'm not of the listeners. least bit surprised. 
that that song would be popular on TikTok. <laughs> um, preparation for the Roosters for this one was absolutely fucked. Yes. So they had, it was one of those ones where everything that could go wrong did go wrong. Their plane, their you know, game day plane that you get now with the mm-hmm. Rona protocols was delayed for apparently multiple hours. Um, so they got up there late. They couldn't train properly or, or couldn't get to where they needed to go. And then you lose one of your best players in the warm-up. Yep. Um, never a good situation for any team. And and it showed. Like they they were a little bit dropsy, um, uh, a little bit out of sorts in their attack. The but, first half was was terrible. Yeah, from both from both sides, really. It was it was just a it was it was an unenjoyable game. It was dropsy, dropsy. Yeah. Um, Drinkwater was uh, uncharacteristically fumbly mm-hmm. for the cows, uh, but yeah, the Roosters flicked that fucking switch at halftime. Jesus Christ, did they go up gears, and just instantly and together. And it was it was it was it was just fucking weird, like because. You don't see teams fl- flick a switch like that yeah. in mid-game. Yeah. And just all of a sudden, it just started happening for them. But again, and I'll fucking harp on about this in every single situation. The only way people do that is if they have a fucking grasp of what they should be doing mm-hmm. and there's enough actual accountability and honesty within that squad for them to be like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm not. Yep. And I, and I need to. And to a man, they went out there and improved what they were doing. It was a fucking phenomenal performance just for that. Yeah. The other thing with the Roosters is they're one of those teams where they'll go at weaknesses all fucking night. You see, it's so often where where something will happen or a player will have to go off or, or they've got to shift someone out of position or there's something wrong with a defensive line. Yep. And it'll be hit occasionally. The team just, they have their game plan and they'll keep playing to that. Yeah. Whereas the Roosters spot a little bit of weakness there and they're like okay we'll just fucking run that yeah. all night over yeah. and over and over and over and over and we're gonna let them like the cowboys oh, fuck sure did. yeah <laughs> yeah it was a uh, a very very scary performance by those roosters hit some tweets so uh first one in that we'll give to Lexi who said uh not sure what more there is to say at this point. It's clearly the year of Kiri. Hashtag three-peat. Well, it's fucking not. <coughs> Could be. He's going to fucking brain himself and be a dribbling, better ball-playing Liam Fulton very soon. <laughs> uh, Clevo on the Facebook group said, we really need to be the New South Wales Rugby League again. The Queensland teams are holding Rugby League back from being a powerhouse league like NFL or EPL. Oof. Justin from the Facebook group said, how lucky was I to win a ticket to this game? These blokes were a disgrace. <laughs> oh, man. Or was that through like local radio or uh, work? I don't know. Tell us. But that was fucking terrible luck. Zoran said, imagine JT playing in the Roosters pack and in that system. He would be considered the greatest forward in history. Guy is holding back his legacy playing for this rabble. Look, he's 100% right. He, He's great, but he can't do it by himself. He cannot yeah. fuck. You, you look at that premiership winning forward pack. Yeah. And he wasn't the best forward in it. He was good. He was great yeah. all the time yeah. he was there. But I mean, yeah, like they had origin guys in exactly. there at that stage. You know? Exactly. Ah, so. so. uh, oh, Carsten. Good old fucking Swiss cowboy. 
said, we bent over faster than a gay prostitute in jail in that second half. Cameron, fucking suave tuxedo-wearing motherfucker, said, uh, Ikevalu, as all good wingers do. Greg said, Queensland Rugby League is in a worse state than Victoria's health. It fucking is. Uh, Justin Foley said two words. Kyle Felt couldn't kick it out of sight on a dark night using a black ball. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the last tweet was uh, at 88888's account suggesting we rename the stadium to the abattoir. Motion carried. It is carried, ratified, stamp it. Nice. Titans 16 defeat the Warriors 12. At uh, Hope Solo Coliseum on uh, the pub slot on Friday evening, the Titans 16 tries to don uh, Sam Stone and uh, Bo Firma. Ash Taylor with a conversion, Jamal Fogarty with a conversion, and the Warriors 12 came through tries to RTS and Malmalo and uh, Channel Harris Tavita with two of two conversions. Hmm. I actually I was I was driving down fucking mountain uh, listening to this on the radio as as it happened live. Mm. and um, what a strange old fucking game it wasn't until I caught up with it later that I it's like you can't believe you can't believe what's happening like the Warriors mm. must have completed like a dozen sets yep at 100% yeah when the Titans were 0% completions yeah. yeah they were probably like 0 of I don't know 8 at that point like probably like 15 minutes into the game doing Titans shit yep and the, and the, the Warriors like they, they, they had their 12 and they were <laughs> They were up. It looked amazing. Yep. What a fucking turnaround. Honestly, this this was the more surprising, even more surprising turnaround than the East game. Yeah. Because the Titans, I have, I mean, this is, the Titans have a a long and storied history of being terrible, but that first 15 minutes Mm -hmm. was up there with the worst football I've ever seen (laughs) from a team, especially to start a match. But fucking, I got to give him credit. Maybe Holbrook can coach because <sighs> the Warriors did invite them back in by proceeding to suck themselves. Yes. But the Titans were good enough to stay in there and uh, get it done. The Warriors had, again, Mamala was absolutely massive for them. He, he is the fucking driving heart and soul of that team. In so next, many fucking aspects. For the next 10 days. Yeah. And for the Titans, like Ash Taylor, for for all of the good things he does, he just needs to work on the polish in his game. Like, the, there's just too many times in a game where the option he takes, it's the right option, but his execution is poor. Like he just gives away too many seven-tackle sets. He's kicking it out on the full. That... That sort of stuff that, yeah, okay, if that happens eventually, you put it down to everybody fucking up from time to time. But multiple times a game, the Titans can't afford to be put in those sorts of positions. Um, I thought it was really fucking tough on the Warriors to have the Hetherington try disallowed. It that, was, that was it was almost like the mental turning point. Yeah. I mean, there's no, I mean that was like a pretty, that, as far as decisions go, that's up there with... It, it was fucking rough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah as in... There's this thing we have now where they're trying to get to the ball before anybody else, and mm-hmm. there's a body in front of them, and yep. they have arms. Yep. You know, yep. it, what do you want? Then you get in the second half, the peachy knockback. Where, well, that that was an incredible play. Yep. You know, and that was one of those fucking never say die moments. 
those sorts of things are what keeps the myth or the mythology of Tyrone Peachy. <laughs> well, I, th- I feel like the, I feel like the mythology is dead, but then occasionally, like an ember, f- like, that, like that's that what I'm saying. Sparks up. And that's people exactly are like, what it does. Oh yes, that's exactly what it does. And people yeah. go, someone goes, oh, you know, r- rumors of Tyrone Peachy going to Manly, and people are like. Yeah, you remember that time where he like flicked yeah. it back in when like he was over the sideline and he just didn't give up. He doesn't give up. Love a player that doesn't give up. The ball never the ball's never dead. Exactly. So, the play never dies. Yeah. Um no, the play does die when the cunt knocks it on like, <laughs> fucking thousand times. Yeah, on, on first tackle set <laughs> one of the game on his twenty. <laughs> yes. Um and yeah, again, I I think there's out of all the struggling teams at the moment, the Titans have probably got more things to be happy about at the moment than anybody else. Uh, start off with the tweets with uh, Levius said, just doing our part to keep the Broncos as the shittest team in Queensland. Yeah. Hammers said, on behalf of all the 26 Titans fans, I'd like to apologize to all that sat through the full 80 minutes, but also suck my dick from the back. Well done. Ian in the Facebook group, Said Titans cementing their spot as the best Queensland team with that sublime performance. Fucking, that's taken off, hasn't it? Titans yeah. being the best Queensland team. I'm all, I'm I'm here for it because they're still not great. No, so they're, so they're the best Queensland. They're fucking not. It's like the inverse of that that uh, you know that, that that cliche about you know if blah, if X insert team is going well then rugby league's going yeah. well. Uh, yeah, if the Titans are going well, <laughs> then Queensland Rugby League must be dog shit. shit. Yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> uh, Garth said, should let Fogarty guide the team every week. He did do a good job in patches. Uh, Sam in the Facebook group said, if the Titans could get rid of Cartwright and Ash Haller at the same time, I legit reckon they could push the Tigers for ninth. But instead, they let Jai Arrow go. <laughs> Very Titans. Uh, Backwards sit on Twitter said, it's official. The Titans are the most rule-abiding team in the NRL. When was the last time a team had zero penalties awarded against them in an entire game? Interesting point. It happens, st- happens more than you think, though, too, for, you know, if, if not for entire games, but for, like, extended periods or yeah. entire halves and things like that. That's it. And uh, at Warriors Suckballs said, that was Spoonapalooza shit. Great shit, great footy. Jack Hetherington, only good player in tablecloth yellow today. And he didn't even get sent off. Little motherfucker's yeah. learning. And that bush shirt jersey? No. Nah. Yeah. Taking it too far. Yeah. I don't understand it. I mean, I love I love, I love the fact that they have a billion different jerseys mm-hmm. for whatever reasons. Because you don't have to buy them? Yeah, that's right. But that bush shirt one, I would love to see the sales figures on that one. Mm. Like how much is like a, a, the bush shirt... Is a thing in New Zealand that people will be like, "Yeah, I want to buy a, a fucking like sublimated, you know, fully synthetic material jersey that looks yeah. like a flannel." Yeah, that's that's what I want. Is that what it's supposed to be? Yeah. <gasps> if oh. a Kiwi, if a Kiwi listener can can please write in and give us the the mythology and symbolism and fucking whatever behind a bush no, shirt. please don't, because then I'll read your fucking message in that shit cunt accent of yours. Exactly. Oh yeah, the fucking the fucking shirt's good for when we go out with our chully bones. Go, go with the chully bones, trying to trying to trying to hunt for some kai bro. And sometimes it gets chully, so I need a jacket. <laughs> uh, 
Moving along. Warriors are muscling their families. <laughs> Better go home, then, eh? <laughs> the Rabbitohs, 18, defeat the Tigers, 10. Uh, Bankwest, uh, the Rabbitohs, 18, a hat-trick to Dane Gagai. And he does not get the benefit of the as good... <laughs> as all good wingers no, do. No. <coughs> not for you, sir. Uh, James Roberts with the other try... Character a terrible night for Reynolds with zero conversion. Then he got a penalty goal. The uh, Tigers ten now uh, tries to Aloye and the Hoffman and Umbai, one of two conversions. Mm. <coughs> it was rough. The South also lost uh, Liam Knight in the in, warm up. In the warm up, yeah. Did an Achilles. Ooh, yeah. had an Achilles injury. Yeah, Poor he didn't like do his Achilles. Like he's not because like that's like instant. See a C next year, right? Yeah. I mean, he, I don't think it was that bad, was it? Well, you know, you you got guys like Toto doing ankles, and, and yeah. it's eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so the Achilles is in that that part of the body as well. Mm. Yeah, I don't think he tore it though. Like, no, did he? it wasn't like strain, a yeah, yeah. But but it's still a major fucking yeah. time on the sidelines. Yeah. Um, yeah. The look, you know, the the rabbits obviously won the game, and they they look to be getting a little bit better week on week. But just looking at their play at the moment. Damien Cook really is lacking effectiveness, but I feel he's also lacking help. And by that, I mean, when you go back and look at when he was at his damaging best, part of the reason that he was so destructive was that everywhere he went, he had options. He had multiple options, and they were all up going with him. So it was instantly trouble for defensive lines. Now, even when he wants to take a scoot, he either has no options or he has one option, and it's a forward coming up alongside him. Yeah. And defensive lines are just reading it way too fucking easily. You know, Souths have none of that, what they had last year, where you had that left-hand side. And it would just sweep and... Exactly. And, and wouldn't even have numbers advantage, but would somehow have a number ju- on the Just speed, exactly. Yeah. And, and it would be that when Cook took off, the entire left-hand side would go with him. Yep. And so there was, okay, What what's coming here? Does this go to Walker? And then is he going to run? Is he going to throw a long ball? Is he... And and again, when you put people under in a condition where they've got to make decisions, the faster they've got to make them, the better chance you've got of them making a poor one. Yep. Um, in saying that, they did get into the grind with the Tigers. Um, what's your thoughts on Josh Reynolds kicking a cunt in the face? Well, it was certainly a spicy way to get the game going, wasn't it? <laughs> it was quite exciting. Mm-hmm. Certainly fired Latrell up as well. I fucking did. And uh, look, honestly, I've just got to say that, as I said on Twitter at the time, mate, oh Cam, oh mate, Campbell, he's 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 not the one that fucking catfished you with yeah. fucking with fake babies in his That's, belly. <laughs> fucking simmer down, lad. He's not the. He's not the. He doesn't even fucking know her. His name's not fucking Campbell Zucker Rieger or the fuck she's called. <laughs> <laughs> and like, if it were anyone else, you'd almost feel like emotionally you'd be like, well, obviously, you know, he he got himself into a terrible position, and you know, with with heavy you know, oncoming traffic bearing down and everything, it's unfortunate he copped a bit of a knock. The problem is. Josh Reynolds has a long and storied history of putting his fucking foot out to collect people. Yeah, yeah when, exactly. And this one, he wasn't even stepped. He was just running yep. straight. Like, like, it was like there was going to be a collision, what I can't but he certainly made it worse. 
what I can't believe in this one are the disingenuous cunts who want to try and pass this off as he was he's just such a competitor. He saw the ball and he was just competing for the ball, you know? With his foot. When to a people down slide when someone's trying to score a try, yeah. and someone slides in with their fucking foot and collects mm, him in the Billy head. Slater. That's it. Yeah. Or the the three or four times I can think of this year that it's happened. Yeah. No one no one ever comes out with Oh, they were just competing. Just yeah. They're just hard competitors. Yeah. Just competing fucking hard. Mate, for the when you ball. cross when you cross that try line, you put your foot you put a foot near yeah. player and you're fucking you're dead man. You know? But And and I get that, okay, he's trying to tow the ball through and yeah, it happened at pace and you know, whatever. If he's such a competitor, don't be such a bitch. Put your fucking body on the line, you die for it like he was. Mm. Yeah. You can, you what, can what were you trying to do? Were you trying to kick it out of his... Because he was there so much before fucking Reynolds came through. Yeah, yeah. Like, what that should have been, you're right, is try to pull out and then and then maybe there's a collision and a knee collection. He could have, like, dived to tackle him yep. and, like, tried to force him to, you know, just under the pressure of the oncoming to, thing. You to, know, like, to, skid over the ball yeah, and knock it on. yeah. And then at that point, it's your ball anyway, and exactly. your and your deep competitive urges have have yielded fucking yeah. results. Yeah. Like it's not. Yeah. But you don't go to a guy and go, "Oh shit, I'm going to collect him on my knee. Uh, how do I improve the situation?" I know. Kick in the face. I'll kick it. I'll, I'll I'll collect him with my foot instead. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so no, and um, and look, you know, I I, I love Latrell fucking going going at him. Fucking nice. I, I love that staunch shit fucking backing up your teammate yep. who's just copped a dog shot. Yep. I love it. Exactly. And people and all these people are like, oh, fucking Latrell. No, fuck up. And you know what? Fuck Josh Anyone Reynolds. that wants to start fucking petitions about dog shots, come back to us when you don't let a debutante gape you. <laughs> you know who you are. Uh, it's, it's, we haven't really spoken much about the game itself, but um, obviously the scoreline was... Was was far more flattering to the Tigers than it need to be. It was um, the the recent c- com- competitiveness of the Tigers has been. This was the least competitive they've been in like probably the last what yeah four five six since the resumption <sighs> almost. They're they're building a platform of solid defence, and for the majority of games, they're keeping to it. They're defending tough. They're scrambling well. But again, it just seems that in key moments, they've got key personnel that should be leaders not getting in and and being effective. And another head's rolled this week. Luke Brooks has been dropped yep. for for being a defensive fucking liability. Maj ain't fucking around, but then he's then he's putting Benji back in. Yeah. Who he dropped for being a defensive liability That's like it. three weeks ago. Yeah. Well, there is a limit. Like if most of your team are liabilities, yeah. eventually you've got to have some fucking liability rotation. Yeah. Light, lightation, whatever that fucking word is. The other note I've got here, and I don't remember when in the game it was, because the only note I had here is, do we no high tackle? Oh, it was when they challenged on the high tackle. Yeah. When they when they used their captain's challenge mm-hmm. to say that it wasn't a high tackle. How the fuck that cunt did not have to leave the field, I have <laughs> no idea, because he copped a double whiplash. Yeah. And I know hitting your head on the ground's bad, and I know yep. being hit with forearms or you know Adam Reynolds' fucking shin yep. is bad. But that fucking tackle, when they replayed it a thousand times, <laughs> how that did not result in him having to leave the field. Because- and they, and I have to say, usually they're pretty good at, uh, yeah. at, at the the video 
ref, one thing I have been impressed with, you know, since the resumption is he's, they've been pretty good about like spotting a player, like a play yeah. after or whatever. And we go yeah. like, nah, he, get him he, off. He, he needs to get a check. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck that poor cunt. That poor cunt. Hit the tweets sudden. Stuart, the Facebook group. So it could have been a different game if Trell was sent off and the Tigers were back to playing 13 men. Oh, Whatever Souths were paying the ref was a waste of money. The Tigers proved they can beat themselves quite all right. That is legitimately the worst comment we've ever said, had sent into the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ash from Facebook said, Everything else has gone to hell, but some things still make sense. Imagine if we weren't in lockdown, I would have missed this. Hashtag Tigers in ninth. I assume you mean you would have been working or away or something. Uh, a good mate Aaron said, We are home. Hashtag ninth. Reynolds will get a few weeks for that kick. Benji will come back. We will be better. Mbai makes Noffa look like a defensive powerhouse. <laughs> oh, it's starting to come back down to earth. That unbridled optimism. Uh, Graham, the Facebook group, said, So Appy is the New South Wales hooker at this point, yeah? And I would have to say, based on current form, it would be hard to disagree. Can he be? He can do anything he sets his mind to. He's phenomenal. No, I mean, like, can you, like, you know, I, I don't know. I What's... mean, with, with you know, with, uh, yeah, representative international allegiances being what they are and things like that. Yeah. What's the go with developing nations, though? Or do they still count as developing nations? Was, wasn't know. there the, you know, the amnesty think, that you could go I, and play for a developing nation and yeah, not affect think, your origin? I think, well, I think, well, you know, all jokes aside, though, Freddie will just go with incumbents. Yeah, 100% yeah. will. And Cook will, will go well when he's surrounded with good players. That's it. Yeah, fucking hope so. Uh, Craig said, Reynolds has been watching Cody Walker YouTube videos. <laughs> Adam said, so if Benji is dropped for defense errors leading to try scored, Embi having a holiday next week. First try, him on a decoy. Second try, out of the line. One-on-one miss. No, they pinned them all on Luke Brooks. Well, you know. Probably looks like a Tyrannosaurus Rex trying to tackle those little fucking midget arms of his. What an absolute sad fucking cuck. Fil- filters Wee Man. He's, 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 he's Wee Man um, run through Snapchat filters. And a tweet from an account I haven't seen tweet the show before. I might be wrong. But the, the Twitter address, or Twitter handle is at David from Chapo. Yeah, no. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Now, yeah. So Doesn't ring a bell for me. Tell us who you are. And how you found the show. But he said, oh my God, there's a 5G sign on the ground. Do your research, sheeple. This is putting the COVID vaccine microchip straight into your eyes. Please, someone turn on the Pete Evans lamp. <laughs> he hit on fucking so many points there. That was about six different things. That was great. That's rookie of the year material right there. <laughs> is that it? That's it. Well, here we go. The Penny Panthers, 56, defeated the Sharks, 24, at Jubilee. Uh, the Panthers, four tries to Chucky Staines on Woo! the boo. Uh, Crichton with a double. Uh, and filling out the rest of them, we had uh, Naden, Martin, uh, where are we? Dylan Edwards and Billy Burns. Uh, Cleary, six of eight conversions. Crichton with one. And uh, Cleary with a penalty goal. The Sharks, 24 tries to Britton Cora, Blake Braley, Jesse Ramian, Nene McDonald, and four of four conversions to Sean Johnson. I'll tell you, there are a lot of things to be happy about in this Penrith performance. 
Um, and look, a, a few obvious gaping fucking holes to fix, but they started well again. And mm-hmm. coming from last year, where where they realised that being the fucking comeback champions was an untenable position to keep yourself in in a professional sport because yep. eventually you'd run up against teams that wouldn't let you do it yep. or that, that you just weren't good enough to come back over the top of. So the starts they're having and continue to have this year, I really like. To the Sharks, though, that was some very poor defense like early on. all-time it, disgusting yeah. defense. And not only early on, like across the... Like, like for example... All like three of the Staines tries, yeah, where they didn't have anyone within a fucking yeah. meter of him. Yep. The the fact that they were allowed to be scored, yeah, at least without putting some contact on the yeah. guy or something, exactly, which just fucking disgusting. And the worst one was that Billy Burns one though, like fucking Aaron. Uh, yeah, that oh. was like the Aaron Woodsiest thing because it had it had it was a combination of the the two key features of Aaron Woods, fucking bone idle laziness. Yep. And fucking gr- low key grub. Yeah, it had exactly. so so. It was the woodsiest thing ever. When when Liam went over for his, yeah, like I get a winger going over untouched. Yep, I don't get a fucking forward going over untouched. Yeah, literally yep. unfucking touched. Like, and there were there were plenty of people around there, but Aaron Woods was he was right. <laughs> and and the Woods one, yeah, they just fucking stopped. Yeah, include yeah, and like, Burns just <laughs> fucking kept going. <laughs> it's got to try. There was obviously, do, I mean, the sharks, the sharks fans, like, do they, like, do they fucking hate him? Because I hate him, and he's never played for my I know, team. I and know. I, I fucking hate him. Yeah. I look at him a field, and it just fucking aggravates me so much that oh, he's I got earning a living. Reasons to hate him. His shit cunnery. Well, you know what? And this is sort of this is karma. Yeah. His shit cunnery started wrecking Matt Moylan. Okay. He was the one that would fucking like grab him and half tackle him and fall on him after he oh, yeah, passed yeah. the ball. I remember the one and, specific example of that too. just do shit yeah. cunt things like that. Yep, yep. Um, so now that's come fucking full circle and they've ended up with Moylan. <laughs> and now he has to carry the cross that he fucking created. <laughs> Levels. Um, and... There were danger signs in this when when the sharks started to come back. There were there were a couple of occasions where where it lapsed and it was only through, you know, through a bit of good fortune that you know who yeah. knows who knows what. I don't think the sharks were ever going to be in a position to win the game. No, but, but, but it was that period before halftime was terrible, um, allowing them to come back into it, and then the period there with the simbin, yeah, where where they almost got like if 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 Chad Townsend wasn't such a fucking potato. They would have scored yeah. then, but it, it ultimately it turned around. I think Penrith scored like immediately the, after the Burns, the Burns try was straight was after that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, and so at that point it turned it from what should have been. I think that well, I can't remember what the score was, like was 20, at that point, but 24, it was twelve and or something. Yeah, but it was a point where they were kind of close enough to bring it. But back. But so you say there were no danger signs, and and the Sharks were never going to get in. But the Penrith teams of old, yeah, like I mean, I don't think I never felt like they were they were a genuine threat to actually win the game. No, no, you wouldn't. But I did. Yeah, but that's just like that, that's fucking ghosts. That's like PTSD sort yeah, of thing. No, that's, that's not like, it. that's not really like a reality sort of thing. But oh, uh, no, they do have that collapse in them, and that's one of the things that I'm most impressed about that they've that they can snap back into a game. Yeah, 
Penrith could exit a game with the fucking best of them. They could get out to a lead, and then when the other team kept coming back, and it was you know it happened to them against Parramatta. There was that that ten minute period where they fucking blanked, yeah, and the points all flowed in, and that was them for the rest of the game. Then they were in panic mode trying to play catch up. Yeah. In this instance, the fact that they could just get back on track with what they were doing. And you're right, you know, one one of the tries was when Kikau slipped over in the defensive yeah. line. Yeah. And there's no way you can plan for that and there's no way you can effectively cover for that. Yeah. Um, but the happiest I was out of this one was with Naden. If you look at a team, and it's come up a couple of times about cohesion in a team, and you can tell. Like, you can tell teams, like, when shit happens to the Broncos at the moment, yeah. they drop their heads individually. Yep. You know, when Staines scored his last one, yeah, because Naden probably could have taken that one himself, yeah, but the fucking pure, unbridled joy on that kid's face, yeah, as he ran to congratulate his mate on the wing, yeah, scoring four on debut, yeah, that's the sort of shit that's infectious in a football side. Yeah, but I mean that's like that. That was that's always going to happen, it's, though. Yeah, not to that level, though. You, you I, didn't I, watch it. I think it's it's always going to happen because you're an unfeeling it's a story. human being. No, because it's a, it's the that's the story. No, I'm saying look at Naden compared to everybody else. Everybody else is happy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think you re, I think Naden's you're extra things. happy. I mean, you know, I, as far as I heard, Naden's unhappy unless they're fucking plotting on killing somebody. So maybe. <laughs> 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 you love him. I do. I'm I'm a fucking Naden stan. Unapologetic. Unapologetic. Um tweets Shanta in the Facebook group after, you know, being very humble and not wanting to go off too early. Can so I say has just shout out to Shanta because today as we actually as we are recording this show is the anniversary. Wasn't that yesterday? I think it's the fifteenth, wasn't it? Was it? Or maybe because the article maybe happened on the phone. I saw his face. Are... I saw his Facebook memories come up yesterday. Yeah, it was just as a shout out then. Yeah. For how, I don't know how many years. Is it? How many years is it? Five years, six years, something. Fuck. Since since the the uh, the immortal uh, Zorb incident. Yes. Out there at Penny. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was then. Was it Pepper? Was it the muddy puddle? I... Or was it like a? <laughs> yeah. Man, I wish I had the photo of that. Yeah, I'm sure that he can provide that photo. Yeah, to put it in the group. Yeah. Show the fucking group what happened. I mean, fucking Jarrell Yagi saw that photo and fucking vomited. <laughs> He's like, shit, that looks terrible. <laughs> um, so Shanta said, hang on. I just realized that we railed those cunts in front of ScoMo. I'm firing off dust right now. Nothing left. <laughs> Suck shit. I'm glad the Sharkies also decided to take a holiday at the same time he did. <laughs> oh, Ramez in Facebook said, should have put 60 on us, you hashtag Yeary of Cleary Cowards. Yes. <laughs> Joel said, Dear Sharks fans, eat a giant bag of dick stains. <laughs> Hammers said, Man, you just hate to see such a humble fan base like the Sharks suffer such an indignant defeat like that. Hate to see it. <laughs> Nathan says, Nene makes five errors and a rookie on debut scores four tries down his side, but he still layers up before scoring his intercept try. Yeah, you know, and he's in a intercept trial was across the other side. Of the, like yeah. he he was on the, he was on the sharks left, wasn't he? Yeah, and he scored that trial like down the. 
<laughs> He's like fucking deserted his post to try and get something out of it. Uh, Devon Head said, do you know what you'll find if you look up retard in a dictionary? You'll find the definition of retard, which Aaron Woods clearly is. <laughs> uh, who, ghost, who ghost wrote that for him? Fat Harry Lazy said, remember when Sharks fans were happy they won the trade? Keep your trade and put it in your bag of dicks. We just ended your season. Hashtag Yiri of Cleary. Uh, Big T said, finally got to watch the Staines game. His speed and positioning was great, but it was also his passing that was astonishing. These scenes of the team celebrations had me in tingles. Fucking oath, Big T. You fucking get it. You're not an emotionless husk of a person. Like this fucking... You, like, you ever seen a fucking heroin addict? That they're just so burnt out they can't enjoy anything anymore? That's what you are after years of fucking Cherry Evans in your team and having to be happy about him. You don't I know happiness like, anymore. I fucking... I, I, know, I know happiness. You fucking know nothing. I tell you, I know happiness. I deleted like several social media apps this week. Uh, I was like on on Saturday lunchtime, and uh, let me tell you, it was uh, it was fucking glorious. Nice. Just replace all of them with TikTok. No, you'll, you'll no, be spurting. Um, no TikTok is uh, the the these these Chinese fucking people. I mean, they've done enough. They've done enough to my year by eating bats. They're not gonna they're not gonna eat my personal data at the same time. <laughs> hey, you know what? If it was an actual transaction and I had to hand my data over for jiggling pictures of titties while girls are dancing, I would happily make that transaction. Yeah, I, I, I can get enough tattooed redhead slots on Instagram. I don't need the fucking... I don't, I don't need the poor music and shit dances. And the last one on that is uh, our good friend at B.43. Well, I guess after that one, if I start to think my sister is attractive, then I'll really know what it's like to be a Broncos fan. And the irony there is that you've assumed that you would have to find your sister attractive and by fucking law, you have a sibling that you must think is attractive because he looks exactly like you do and like any red-blooded man, you think you're the hottest thing on the place of fuck, on the face of planet Earth. Yeah, so, you, so, the so, fact so that either chosen, that is true or you're like the most self-loathing. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that you have chosen to ignore the possibility of a same-sex relationship means that you, sir, are already exactly like a Broncos fan. Done. Speaking of Broncos, <laughs> the Broncos 26 defeated the Bulldogs 8 at Suncorp. The Broncos 26 came through tries to uh, double to Isako. Uh, Oates, Pangai Jr. and Coates with tries. Um, Isako, two of five conversions and a penalty goal. Doggies, uh, tries to Meany and uh, DWZ. And uh, no conversions are successful for yep. Meany. This game was fucking repugnant. It was pretty aidsy. Neither, neither team was good. The Broncos were less shit. And I don't so know whether it was... So much hope and fucking... Yeah. In, the, in these dogs, for fuck's sake. For, for what they've shown us this year, the, even the variance between their best game and their worst game is surprising to me. Yeah. And I don't this know, was their worst game, I, though. I don't know whether it was all the internal shit. I don't know whether that had boiled over before it leaked yeah. out to the general public. Yeah. Um, but th- this was the, the fucking worst display that I've seen them put on all year. And and really, you would think a five-tried-to-two game would have had, you know, at least maybe maybe a third of it be exciting. This was fucking dour all the way through. Yeah. Um, like even looking over it, I was trying to look for fucking glimmers of hope in this one. Like the Broncos only missed twelve tackles. Yeah, that's a phenomenal statistical achievement. 
but I don't think it was due to any sort of massive improvement in their defense. It's, it's a, just the dogs that threw zero at yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Um, in, in the Broncos' narrative for the year, though, it was exactly what they needed when they needed it. Uh, you know, some, some key things like Corey Oates going over. Um, the, the Broncos' road ahead is fucking horrendous. I've, I think I've looked at it and there's really only sort of three or four games that they have potentially a good, good chance of winning. They might yep. jag an upset. You never know. Yep. Um, but but this is a step in the right direction for them, I feel. Yeah, but just an absolutely disgusting game. Just hit the tweets. Yeah, I can't kind of talk about it. it. Made me so fucking angry. Like, uh, I, I had I had real hope based on what we've seen from the dogs. They're not great, but the Broncos aren't great either. Mm. I thought surely these cars can get up and take a shot to get to put these other motherfuckers last. Yeah, exactly. The Warriors did it the week before. The yep. Warriors gave them the fucking blueprint. Oh, yep. the Broncos are out to an early lead. Yep. Fucking regather, regroup, mm-hmm. put some pressure on them, and they fucking fold. Yep. Uh, Toto in Facebook group said, one, how good is a win? Two, coaches are overrated. Three, Croft loves giving hospital passes. Four, Fluffy to captain coach. Five, just let me have this, please. Well, that was the, that was the other thing about it. There was, there was much made in the lead up that the the way that it was framed by the media was that, um, you know, the Broncos had, you know, they'd sort of coached themselves through the week. No, I, and then I heard later on that that wasn't actually the case. There was just like one or two training sessions and Seabol was there and yeah. it was, you know, but, um, you know, that kind of media. It, it's a fucking very, not old school, but it's a very businessy approach to it. Where yeah. if you're, you know, if you're taking on a situation where you get a, a group of people that you're ultimately responsible for, they have a relationship without you. Yeah. Then one of the most effective ways to go in there is you do the whole double whiteboard thing and you say, so tell me, what do you expect of me? Yep. And they'll tell you and you write it down. You go, okay, this is all, okay, this and this and this. And yep, I accept that. And that's fine. I can provide all that to you. Um, Now tell me, what should I expect of you? And the idea is that because they're rattling it off to you, if they're not providing that, you can go to them later. Yeah, say hey, yeah. I feel you like expect, I'm. Yeah, I'm doing this. I'm providing this. You know, your suggestion was that you provide this or that you do this, and you haven't done and it, and it's not happening. Yeah, um, that's what I read that as. I, yep. I don't think it was the fact that they were coaching themselves. Fuck, maybe they were. Who knows? Uh, Jason said a few weeks ago the dogs were showing a lot of heart during the losses, but now the fire seems to be going out. No support play, no decent passes from dummy half, can't defend out wide or hang on to the ball. You look at the teams on top and you look at what they do that makes them so good and it starts with the basics. Rugby league is not a complicated sport. Get the simple things right and the rest will follow. That's very true. Eddie in the Facebook group said, I had hopes for the dogs in this game. Not high hopes, but some. But fuck me, has there ever been a worse performance? Hmm. Terry said, I still can't see why people are saying the dogs put in effort. They don't have any fitness and they're so tired they make basic errors. That's very true. Sorry, but the pay experiment is up. Whatever turd he got asked to polish, he just can't polish it. Mm. Well, there you go. Prescient. Mm. Mm. Uh, Hectic said, I reckon stapling your dick to your leg would be more exciting than this game. Yep. Well, like from pure adrenaline, it'd probably be more exciting than most games, man. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking cheat up for your sharks are you getting? <laughs> like enough that you, so, you, know, you could staple your dick to your leg and be like, yeah, okay, I'll come back to that later. 
it's just there's there's just there seems to be so many other methods of self harm that before you have to start stabbing your dick like yeah like, you know and like what are you talking where's, about? Why is that? Where, why are you reaching for that first? Like is that just is is that like a normal staple just through the foreskin, or like an industrial one right through the meat? Ooh, do they make ooh. like I'm I'm a remarkably average sized <laughs> person, but do, do they make staples that big? Like, I'm not trying to fucking have a... <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and final word on that one goes to at GT351 underscore Johns. That was a horrible rock bottom display, sixth grade errors, silly inept play, and some poor attitudes. A real shit show and embarrassing way to capitulate against another piss poor team. Not upset anymore, just very disappointed. Ooh. Jesus Christ, that's terrible. All right, moving on. The uh, Melbourne Storm 20 defeat the Raiders 14 in, down at GIO. Uh, Storm's 20 tries to uh, Branko Lee, Fox, and Pappenhausen. Uh, Cam Smith, three conversions and a penalty goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, defeating the Raiders 14 tries to uh, Joshua Parley, Nick Kotrick, and uh, Charles Nicol Klockstad. Uh, Croker, one of three conversions. Scoring was, a lot, was closer than the game probably yeah. deserved because it was only the last five minutes when it actually yeah. got spicy and... Felt like the, wasn't a, it wasn't a uh, foregone conclusion. Yeah, um, not a great quality game overall. I, I feel that if if any of the other maybe top six or seven sides had played in this game, that they they would have been able to take advantage and put some real fucking points on either one of these teams. Yeah, it was just dropsy dropsy on both sides. Um, I look. I don't know. Maybe it's the cold. Is is the cold enough of a factor yet? I shouldn't think so. Who fucking knows? Um, the this was put down by by more fucking shit cunt storm stuff. You know, like when when they've got a drop out and the player goes down injured. Yep. And you know, at to his fucking credit went over there and knew the fucking rules well enough, first of yep. all, to be able to say, no, 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 if you'd have gone down injured before the dropout, yep. we can call time, but you've gone down after I've called it, yep. so you need to go out the back and yep. you need to stay out until for, for the next defensive set. Yep. So you've just taken yourself out of play for the next defensive set. Yep. Fuck off. For Cameron Smith to then start coming over and questioning him yeah. like that, to me... Fucking instantly, you say to him once, turn around and take the drop out, or this I'm going yeah. to penalise you yep. and sin bin you. Yep. Fuck him off. Yep. Like just, just stop the absolute fucking mockery of what he does in trying to manipulate time and take every little advantage. Yep. The referees have the right to penalise stuff that's not in the spirit of the game. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, and. And I know the Storm aren't the powerhouse that they once were, but it's just getting beyond a joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, the poor fucking Raiders here were hardly done by by absolutely everything. Fate fucked them. The bunker <laughs> fucked them. <laughs> British people's basic conditioning fucked them. It's, yeah. It was, and, uh, now, and now they're proper fucked. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. You know, you, how many times do you see a a grand final rematch coming in in a season and it's it's obviously by far the game of the round. Yeah. 
Yeah. This one's just roosters by how much. Yep. Yeah. Um, the the storm are just doing storm things, you know. Pappenhausen though was very fucking impressive. I do yep. like how he plays the game. He's just improving on his position. And let's not forget that the storm is still without Munster. Yeah. And that's a massive fucking loss. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually impressed the way that they managed to cover his loss, and surprisingly, how uh, how you know guys like Hughes have actually stepped up and yep, yeah, you, and, you give them simple things uh, to yep. do. Um, but the the Raiders, who in a fucking tough game after losing, you know, one of their top three players, came very fucking close, very fucking close to getting over the storm. Anything else you want to say on that one? I don't think they came that close, to be honest. Really? Close enough. Like, for, for the adversity that they faced, for being Yeah, for being they did well, but down. I mean, like, the, the Storm were, were well in control, except for, like, the last 50 yeah. seconds of the game, where you're like, oh, this is a bit exciting. Hmm. Maybe the Raiders are fucking, you know, there maybe they'll pull something that's out of that. Close. That's, that. Let me light a candle. <laughs> that's a, I only light, light a, a fucking candle for those milk merchants. Fuck them. <laughs> 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 the Eels tend to feed the Knights four at McDonald Jones. The 10 for the Eels came through tries to Ryan Madison and Mike Asuo. Uh, two missed conversions to Gutho, but he got a penalty goal. Uh, the Knights four came with a try to Macca and a missed conversion to Cowan Ponger. It was a tighter game than I thought it would be. Yeah, um, I think it was the. I mean, it was a it was a, a low quality game mm, all around. Mm. Eels well down on what they can do. Yep, and the Knights managed to sort of lift a little bit them, above, keep them from getting away. Yeah, because I mean they they weren't good either. Yeah, I mean the Eels came down to what the last couple of weeks of Newcastle play is is amounted to. Yep. Um, uh, but I am surprised that they that they did manage to keep them. Mm-hmm. In that kind of a game. Yeah. I think Wonga Blake has uh, showed us again the way to play Kalen Ponga and the way that every team will play him beat from the, now on. Beat his ass. Yeah. 100%. Beat him down and, he's, and he and he does... Well, I mean, and he, and he, just, and he folds. Well, yeah, he, well, he does what any fucking normal human being does. If you get absolutely <laughs> fucking snapped... Yeah, but you get you know you have people that are actually like you know g- tough people, and they realise it's part of the game. And they're like, okay, you're trying to fuck me. Yeah. You, you, oh, you're, yeah, you're trying to fucking knock me out of the game here. And and I'll I'll come back at you. But yeah, I mean, um, like the week before, he fucking he, he got he got bombed incessantly mm-hmm. on the try line. Mm-hmm. Fucking let in two tries that were barely fucking called back. Yep. And then what did he do? Left the fucking field. Yeah. He couldn't no. even stay on the field. I mean, so credit to Ponga for staying on the field this time, <laughs> not fucking being a coward. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but is his is his myth is his myth thoroughly busted now? Or it's, what? What's it going to take? It's not. But I think he is firmly back in the potential stakes, and and it's where he deserves to be. He deserves to be an exciting young prospect who has the potential to become a really great player. The shame about all of that is he's already on a fucking gajillion dollar contract. Yeah, and he's so, yeah, re-upped to, to be paid yeah. as a, a really great player. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think the Eels obviously miss Moses at key times. Yeah, I mean, because they've done fairly well to cover him. They have. Uh, but again, if you look at over the course of the game, even doing without Brown... Yep. For a period, but I mean that's something they should be used to. Because I mean, fucking hell, he's 
he's suspended one week in the next week. <laughs> uh, but but even their their other half brown, yeah, is he, just showing that while while he's a more than capable foil for when Moses is there, in a pinch, can take care of the team and can I, get I them think, around. The I think I think he can and does very well, and so that that's the sort of thing that gives a team just that little bit of extra staunchness. You know, you, you look at that grand final that the Roosters won with Cooper Cronk with one arm. Yep. That was because, yeah, Kiri obviously knew what he could do, but the rest of the team also knew what he could yep. do. And, he, and and Cronk being there, even even as diminished as he was, yeah. was and gave them enough of a boost that everything yeah. was going to be okay. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying, it, it's no good if fucking Brown knows that he's capable and he can do it and he can get out there and, and make it happen in the absence of yep. Moses. The rest of the team needs to believe that too to go with him. And field and, as well. And wins field, like I mean, that. field is a, is a, an able accomplice as well. Yeah. I mean, this week was not so much of an example of that. I mean, it's, it's bad, it, you know. Yeah. But but the you know I'd i more think about the week before. Yep. Tweets. John said uh, the Walker uh, Fergo Walker the Walker Fergo defensive combination will be the death of our premiership charge. Parramatta playing down in Newcastle's level made it a lot harder than it should have been. Lucky to get away with a win on the back of that offside call. Room for improvement very much so. What did you make of that? With the Sivo try from Gutherson's quick tap? No, I didn't have I didn't really have a a problem yeah. with it. I mean I can, I I see I can see how they got to it. Mm-hmm. Like I mean what are you saying it was like a oh, like some egregious Yeah. I'm not unhappy with it all no. because I had money on Sportsbet ran a promo for Mika Sivo to score the first, second, or third try, <laughs> and that was the third try. I'm 100% that that was a try every day of the week, legitimately, and there is nothing you can do to convince me otherwise. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think it was, it was yeah, terribly egregious. No, like, fuck me. This, I mean, this is a weekend of, of ter- this is not the weekend to try and isolate which is the worst decisions we made because I mean, fuck, there were some terrible ones. All, yeah. You know. Yeah. Matt said, fuck me. I actually like Ponga and I think he gets a rough go with the, all the hype stuff usually. But what he served up tonight was horseshit. It was. And look, just to clarify, and we were chatting about it before the show. Yeah. Initially, the Ponga stuff was just taking the piss. Yeah. Just as you would do with any club that had a bright young prospect. You and you don't, and you certainly don't take anything that we say seriously. Exactly. But it's at it's at the stage now where he he firmly needs to to move himself out of that uh, potential category, you know, yeah. and and start doing some stuff that makes him a marquee player. You look at any any other player, you look at Tom Lolo, anyone else on that million dollar or not anyone else. There's some fucking shockers, but um, those marquee players that really put it in when the going gets tough. Uh, Joel in the Facebook group said, Knights' defense has been good. They've got nothing in attack. Every time they run the back line, they gallon it and short ball to a forward. When they keep spreading it, they hold it too long and let the defense cut it off. Then just finish it all off with a stab kick into defenders' legs. Rinse and repeat. Pierce is in his old origin attacking form. Oh, fuck. That's a rough one. The problem is, is that Pierce, like some other halfbacks in the competition... Needs fucking he needs help from he needs help from people around him to yeah. fucking to reach his potential. Yep, his his help is you know Kurt Mann, 
who I don't think is a, is a you know he's he's capable, but he's not a a guy that's going to muck in and do his bit if Pierce is getting getting handled, getting swamped. Yeah, but you know Ponga is like his guy's meant to be there to help him. Yeah, and he's that's it. he's not. He's just sort of fucking hanging out there over on the right. Yep, and you know chiming in, you know, a couple over. Yeah. And that's it's it's that's not the help that Pierce needs. And and you look at the difference in somebody like Tedesco, yep, who is just constantly around the ball. He's not out waiting to be part of a play. Yeah, exactly. Um, and at Cobra Burgers said, I don't get, and he fucking added him like a champion. The Kalen Ponga hype can't tackle or save a try. Weak under the high ball and a career forty percent win percentage. Don't get me wrong, been a nice supporter since the 90s, but dude, Lachlan Fitzgibbon has just as many try assists. <laughs> Fucking very good points there. Some very good points. Done. Look at that. That was that place I was telling you about over at Sunday, mate. The, the Korean chicken place. Oh, fucking hell. What's yeah. that called? Uh, that, that's uh, that's Soul Bistro, but that the, that burger is uh, oh. the... Uh, there's a buffalo. They have this Jappa burger, and so that's a that's a, a buffalo one, and uh, and that's a peri peri one. I think. Yep. But um, they fucking they're pretty big on the front. Yeah, and then they've got that wing buffet. It's like we oh, can eat. Man, I've been like so bucks. fucking good lately. Hey, I've been <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh man, Soul Bistro. If you're in, if you're in Brisbane, I've I've been there one time, and it was uh, and like I had a burger like that one on the right, and um, it was, it was, it was fucking delicious. I'm gonna say, I mean, it's not fat bellies. I mean, fat bellies was in its own class. Yeah, but um, but that's because it's the only sort of natural one too. But I mean, these guys don't have any natural sort of thing. But um, still, it was fucking. It, uh, it is good times. Uh, the Dragons 34 defeated Mighty Manly Seagulls four at Netstrata Jubilee Stadium on Sunday afternoon. Uh, their points came through tries to Kerr, Lomax, Dufty, uh, blah, 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 Norman, and Ewan Aiken. Uh, Lomax, four of six conversions and a penalty goal. Uh, Manly had a try to Joel Thompson. Hmm. I'll tell you, this wasn't as aggravating as the dogs game. <laughs> because this, I mean, this game, but the what aggravating thing about this game was that they fucking stopped, they, they did fucking stop playing and it's the first time I can remember they've stopped playing in fucking, I don't know, like, shit. So certainly since like the Barrett era. Yep. Like, I mean, it's, um, it's very rare that, that happens, and I mean they had a couple of things go against them and everything like that. But man, it's the first time they actually stopped. They they actually stopped playing, and it's just there it was just too many fucking passengers in that side, just leaving it to like cunts like like Ciro is uh, just trying the whole time. Mm. And I fucking love that guy more and more every every uh, every game. Uh, fucking Cherry has had zero fucking help, and so as a result, he's trying to do fucking everything himself. And fucking and, and you know making some uncharacteristic mistakes as well, and it's just at the moment. I mean, they're playing about as they're they're, they're playing with the attacking potency of like Alex McKinnon, and you know which is which is a coincidence because Manly two are functioning with only fucking one quarter of their spine, and <laughs> it's just, it's just fucking it's 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 frustra- it's frustrating to see. But at the end of the and and the the main problem is the two problems I can see is obviously it's just they the play they just don't have fucking players the caliber the caliber of the ones that are missing and like no no club does but the ones that they, the ones that they do have to call on are like fucking plotters like this this fucking croaker I swear to God 
the only games he ever plays well are against Canberra because it's his revenge game. And yeah. he goes fucking, he goes, he goes off, gets two tries, fucking play, like wins game single-handedly. And everyone's like, oh my God, look at the fucking, this good. No, no, don't be fucking fooled. It happens every year. Don't be fucking fooled. Cust, you know, he, 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 he may be, he may be good. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not seeing it yet. Um, and the problem is, I guess we'll get the chance to see it over the next couple of weeks because the second problem is I fucking love Desi. But the one thing that I will that I do not like, and this goes back to fucking two thousand and five or whatever, is that he's very like risk averse, and so as a result, he's not the guy to throw like you know young players into key positions, just uh, you know, just to try it out. Yeah. That sort of thing. Okay. So like we've got amazing junior rep, you know, five eighth. Yeah. He, he's not going to throw him in this year. No fucking way. We've got guys like um, Albert Hoppawato, who's a fucking gun. Yeah. And he's come back. I mean, he's, he's come back from ACL, but he's he's train, he's back in training as well. He's not going to put him in. Mm. And he's got all these young, these young sort of players that if it were me, and I mean, I'm not a coach for fucking NRL side, but if it were me, I'd, you know, I'd put them in because they're young, but they're also of the position that, you know, has the need at the moment as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, that's a, you know, that, that's a problem. I mean, the Dragons were okay in this game, but what happened was, I mean, they did definitely build, like they, they build in confidence. They were allowed to build in confidence through as, as the game kept going. Yeah. And this and this could be like a, a really good thing for them and like a turning point for them because, I mean, they, they haven't been that bad of late. I mean, they've won like what, three of four or three of five or something yeah. like that. And so they, they, I mean, they haven't been terrible of late anyway. But what they've done, and maybe, and and maybe Manly, they've fucking, they've inadvertently killed Dean Pay because now Mary's slightly safe. <laughs> and so what ha- what what's happened now is that the doggies, they've blinked first, and now ah. they're going to be the ones they're going to be the ones to take Trent Barrett off the table. And so the Dragons may end up with like a Tuvi <laughs> or a fucking hook or like someone who's actually got potential to turn the club around. It, it is it is interesting. I was talking to a, a good mate who's a Dragons fan this morning. And he was saying the vibe he gets out of the players was that they were playing like they wanted to get Mary fired. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the boards come out and said, no, 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 he's in there. That's he's not and they've gone, oh, oh, fuck that then. Oh, fuck it. We got it. <laughs> and just started playing properly again. <laughs> um, I don't really have much else to say about it. All I would say is Manly fans, just fucking strap yourself in because we've got three more weeks of this shit. And um and then the season can uh, recommence again. Are you still um, ready to die on your mountain? The the stats about how shit you are without biscuit ankles, Rotardovich. Oh fucking absolutely! Because I mean, it's not just him. We've lost our fucking hooker, our five eighth, and our fullback, and in this game, our fucking best prop as well. Literally, and your half wasn't really. F- literally, there. four of the five most important positions okay. on the field. Okay. We're out. Okay. So yeah, I mean, like if we if we have games like that, be, should really only matter against the top eight side, though. Like you should hand, you should have handled the dragons. It, mat- it, it matters against any side, okay. Such as the high level of the competition okay. of the 2020 NRL or <laughs> National Rugby League, if you will. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> oh, if you're gonna go there, I will fucking go all the I'm way good. there with I'm, you. I'm curious because this year it's zero percent. Just put it out there. Yeah, but I mean, so we haven't had the. We, I mean, zero percent. It, it says zero percent without Dylan Walker. Zero percent without Adam, Adam Fanua Blake. Zero percent without um, fucking Fainu. Zero percent. 
So, you know what I'm it's saying? 0%. It's 0%. It's 0% without 0%. five players. Uh, Mitch D in the Facebook group said, I mean, everyone's team is going to take a proper loss each year. But to the 2020 Dragons, though, really? I used to hate Manly, but now I just feel sorry for them. You know, the funny thing, that's Mitch Dore, right? Yes. Who supports the Sharks, right? Yes. Who who got fucking over 50 put on this week and lost to the Dragons two weeks ago. Yeah. Motherfucker, you did it too. Not a great loss, but that's that's exactly what he's saying. To, like For everyone's team's proper loss. His proper loss was to eventual premiers in the hashtag Yuri of Clear. Yeah, but he's had a proper loss to the fucking Dragons. They've had several proper losses this season. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> uh, Ryan said, I may not be Nostradamus, but I foresee a Mars bar and baby oil shortage in my local Woolies coming up. Maybe Dragons fans can give me a few pointers. Absolute shambles and well below par for expectations. Lando in the Facebook group said, remove the Mars bar of shame and insert the Mars bar of triumph. <laughs> Good to see the boys play a bit closer to their potential. Terry said, Manly fans, this is what is known as the Des Klein. Take it from a dogs fan. There is a long way to go. I'm fucking erect at the thought of that. It um it it never ceases to amaze me how ungrateful that cunt fan base is for the fucking two grand finals and yeah, then delivered to them. Oh, there was some time after that that wasn't so rosy. But um, Ash said, "What is this? The 2010 finals? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, 2010 finals. It's funny that game that that game was the one and only game I was the digi for." doing Twitter for Manly. There you go. And that was the game where Manly had nine players out of their top out of their, out of their top side and um and Zorba and Zorba fucking cracked the shits because I said that Tony Williams tripped on a blade of grass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that fat cunt is he dead yet? <laughs> Not soon enough. Uh, Andrew said how good was it to see that long neck fuck have a cracker of a game intercept passes and drop balls is there more of an ass clown than DCE no there is not um, again I think it's a new account to tweet the show I haven't seen this before I might be wrong at geo underscore ute new, new to me that uh, looks like a fucking if, if I knew what a geo ute was I would suggest that your profile picture is of that What's the profile picture of? Some sort of ute. And it looks to be very sort of fucking geo. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's geology. Well, you got the trays full of rocks or something. Or, or... Nat geo. <laughs> but if I was going to do some geo. There's like a ute on a mountaintop or something overlooking I would, a... I would drive that ute to do my <laughs> geo. <laughs> uh, fuck, that feels good to take that Mars bar out. Hashtag go dragons. Uh, Winston said it is so much easier to watch a rugby league when your team does not play shit that was a nice change yeah true mm. uh, Mitchell said Manly fans would need a Mars bar as long as DCE's neck to get over this Mo said in all seriousness who cares about this asterisk season anyway and it's obvious to me now Des is planning for 2021 and you know what he has planned for you in 2021 Mo more of your team to just be absolute fucking useless biscuit cunts and put you through the hope of doing well, only to biscuit themselves as biscuits do, and leave you in fucking misery. So enjoy it. It's fucking groundhog year for Manly fans forever. Beautiful thing is he'll be back soon, and then we'll go on the winning streak. That will well, you know what the saving grace is? The Sharks are fucking terrible. Yep. The Tigers are fucking terrible. Yep. The Knights are sliding. Yep. And the Raiders are fucking sliding, and 
and even despite all of those slidings, they're still all on the same fucking amount yeah, of competition points as well. Like, there's yep. three or four of them on the same amount. So, Manly Look, it, fans, it, it, get, through, like get through the next couple of weeks. Because once we get through the next couple of weeks, our season is pretty much done in terms of playing difficult teams as well. So, mm-hmm. we'll get everyone back. Tommy's already running at training. Dylan Walker's coming back any day now. So, just fucking just go, go camping for like a fortnight. <laughs> just disconnect. Imagine it doesn't happen and then come back and uh, enjoy mm. the rest of the season. I can't, I, I don't, I don't think the DPP is going to put Bainu's case through quick enough though this season. Oh, just something else I saw. Fucking Blake Green is now, now the Warriors are like, look. If you can get something hate else. To see you go, hate to see you go. Yeah. Oh, if, if Isaac... Moses could get properly deregistered and lose his appeal. Yep. I'd almost think fucking get him back because even even yeah. with the situation we've got at the moment, yep. just having a proper half in there as well, so we've got fucking both sides covered, mm-hmm. that alone would be great. But, you know. Yep. Get CHN in as well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay, previews for what is it? Round ten. Um, that's crazy to think we're only halfway through. Even like, oh, you know, it's a shortened season and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delay and It's crazy to think it's only half. It feels like it's. Yeah, you know, it does, more than doesn't that. it? Um, okay, first up, we have the Roosters versus the Raiders, the aforementioned uh, grand final replay that you were talking about earlier. Uh, what's happened here? Ryan Hall drops out. Beamos comes back from injury. Boyd Corden comes back. And uh, Orbison benched and uh, Farmer pushing back to the reserves. Uh, the Raiders, season-ending injury to Josh Hodson. Season-ending injury to Bailey Simonson. So, Harvili comes into hooker, which is not a bad option. I mean, it's great, you know, good to have him in your back pocket. Uh, Rapiner comes on to replace Simonson. Um, Tom Starling and Kerr Scott joins the bench. Tarpanay starts. Uh, Kai O'Donnell drops back to the interchange. So, look, the Raiders, they, they obviously need to fight hard for this game, um, you know, just given the, the, you know, to get into the finals and, you know, and they're still in a fight mm. for the top four at this point. Mm. Um, oh, I, I, can't, I can't think of a scenario. I, I was just going to say, Roosters can how many different this. ways can you say Roosters by how much? Yeah, yeah, well, this, this is it. I mean, you can look at all the statistics and like the past meetings and all that sort of thing, but it just doesn't fucking mean anything when they've lost, you know, arguably their best player. Yep. And most influential player in the turnaround of that side. Yep. You know, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so I, I just feel like the Raiders are going to be a little bit rudderless. Um, they've got, you know, they've, they've got pretty good defense. And so, like, you know, like with that Storm game last week, I mean, mm. you know, can they restrict the Roosters to enough points to try and, you know, keep hope alive and to a late flurry like last week? Um, I don't know. I just don't think, I just can't see it. Uh, the Storm take on the, the Titans at uh, Sunshine Coast Stadium. I almost could be tempted to fucking go up to this one. Oof. Ah, uh, no, it's Friday night. No, God damn it. If it was on Saturday or Sunday, might have uh, made the trek. Uh, okay, so Munster's back, so that forces Riley Jacks out. 
Um, Bromwich is out, so Brandon Smith named it prop. It's a little wombat type. <laughs> That's a wombat little prop. Um, Wanda Sykes comes back uh, to the second row. Um, who else have we got here? Chris Lewis and Marion Seve named on the bench. Titans. Good changes for them. Brian Kelly and Philip Sammy are back, so they've actually got proper centers in the centers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Firma goes back to the second row where he should be. Yep. Um, Bryce Cartwright out of the squad. Oof. Another positive. He's completely out of the 21, so what's happened there? Mm. Um, look, I think I think the Storm got this one well well in hand. The Titans are an improved side, but you know that's you know when they're playing against the Warriors and the Broncos and teams like that. I don't I don't think the Melbourne Storm's going to be uh, troubled particularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we have here? That's really that's that's all I got. Storm. Yeah. Tigers take on the Broncos at Leichhardt. Okay, so the West Tigers got some changes this week. You've got Billy Walters and Benji Marshall in the halves, replacing the suspended Josh Reynolds and dropped Luke Brooks. Mm. Um, Tommy well, Talao comes in to replace Reese Hoffman on the wing. Russell Packer comes in. You know what would be fucking hilarious? This, this would change my opinion of the West Tigers as a staff record label and as a motherfucking crew. If they could, if they could, uh, if they could do this, okay. right? If they could name that team, yep, and have it as it is, yep, all the way up, yep. But then all of a sudden, ten minutes before, like you know, and get Billy Walters to, to like you know put his game plan in as to how he wants to run that side around. Yeah. And 10 minutes before kickoff, tell him he's hooked and get Anthony Seabold's son to go in <laughs> and play the position. Well. Tigers should win this one very comfortably. It's at their fucking spiritual home ground. They seem to grow an extra leg at Leichhardt. And they have something to prove. They have far more talent on paper than the Broncos do. And this should be a fairly convincing win for them. The problem I see with the Tigers here is this makeshift combination of Benji and Billy Walters, yep. who are only existing in the halves at the moment. Sure, the suspension of Josh Reynolds, it's, it's not like unforeseeable. I mean, it's what Josh Reynolds does. Mm. He gets catfished for fake babies and he gets suspended for yep. doing something with his leg. Yep. Um, like clockwork. But... Having Luke Brooks out of the side, I mean, this must be the first time he's been out of the side in fucking how long? I mean, mm. so a lot depends on how quickly that combination comes together and also how that combination affects the defense of the side because given people are getting just dropped, people people miss five tackles or six tackles a game and they're dropped next week. Yeah. It- so, and, and, one of the, and one of the people, one of the offenders has been brought back in this week who was dropped because he was a liability and too many tries were getting scored through him. Yeah. Do the Broncos have the ability to fucking expose Benji in defence? That's another question entirely. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I still just think the fact that it's at Leichhardt, yeah, the, the Tigers have been building for a couple of weeks. They just keep getting players fucking suspended or I dropped. feel like they've been declining. I felt like they're better three weeks ago than they were last week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Broncos, the, their last six games in Sydney, they've lost five of them by a combined score of 224 to 56. Mm. So let's hope that the Tig Pies can put 50 on them. Mm. Keep that dream alive. I think the, I think, I think the Titans will, the, the Tigers will certainly win. But if they don't, 
Oh, there'll be fucking repercussions, let me yeah. tell you. I don't know what. But yeah. The- me calling people cunts next week. <laughs> <laughs> the Dragons versus the Bulldogs. Jordan Pereira is suspended, so Jason Saab comes back on the wing and uh, what a fucking liability he is. And uh, against the doggies, though. The do-nothing doggies. So what do they got? Nick Meany switches to fullback. Um, DWZ goes to the wing. Lachlan Lewis comes back with Wakeham dropped. Uh, Kerrod Holland replaces Remus Smith, who was suspended. Uh, Jeremy Marshall King returns uh, with Katoa benched. Yeah. How many of those swaps, right? Do you look at that and go, eh, XYZ wasn't actually a ABC position anyway? It's like the it's it's a it's a problem I had with the Titans earlier after the resumption um, of the season, where it just felt like that Holbrook was like swapping six guys at a time. Yeah, and you just can't you can't do that. I mean, you certainly can't do like the Desi thing and just fucking just pick and stick for you know an entire year. But at the same time, how do you know what the what the key pin of your changes was? If you're changing six and seven things at once, yeah, exactly. Like, how how do you how do you then nail down where the benefit or the detriment was derived? Yeah, spot on. You, yeah, you you can't. I mean, shut up, or you're going to start getting approaches from clubs <laughs> to become a fucking coach. Look, I'll 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 do it because those motherfuckers make like <laughs> yeah fat stacks. <laughs> and and look, if I were to be a head coach of a side. You'd be tuning into that fucking press conference. Yeah, true. Because I wouldn't be giving up, you know, like like sad shit like Texas and all this bullshit. I'd be- <laughs> you just come in and you just put stacks of hunches on the table. Right? You, just, you just go, you just go, go 1,000, 2,000. Okay. Look, there's 60 grand there. That means I've got six cunts. <laughs> that means, that, that means Five that, after that one. That means- so bring the questions on. That means- you. Yeah. You fat cunt. <laughs> With an, an open bottle of liquor. <laughs> yeah, you in the back. The bloke with a pretty mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you're like, uh, who's next? And, and then like, Whitler's just like, ooh, ooh, like, like fucking, like, like Horshack in fucking, in Walker Mac. Make Whitler do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> and, and be like, and be like, no, no, not you, Danny. Never you. Piss off. <laughs> um, dragons. Yes. The Rabbitohs versus the Knights. Okay, so Alex Johnson replaces uh, the suspended Latrell. Mm. Campbell Graham uh, replaced by Gay Guy. Uh, Jackson Paulo and uh, Corey Allen are on the wings. Mm-hmm. And what happened with Mark Nichols in the judiciary? I don't recall. Also... Nope. Uh, he's, he's named, but he oh, had the judiciary go. hearing. Uh, didn't see what the result of that was. The Knights, okay, so Saifidi, they lost. We didn't mention that. Saifidi, they lost him through the game against uh, the Eels. Mitch Barnett, Sione Matautia, and Connor Watson are all back on the interchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brody Jones and uh, is out, and Tex Hoy uh, has dropped out of the 17. Yeah. Look, the, the, the Rabbits have got a, a, a proper fullback. They do. Back in there. They do. And with him getting shifted on next year, I would love to fucking buy him. Because worst case scenario, you can just chuck him on the wing because yep. fucking he's a great winger as well. Exactly. And he and, and he's yeah. not one of those whingy cunts that's always fucking piping up about I want to play here. I want the yeah, 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 exactly. 
he'd be he'd be a great buy. And I mean, it's crazy if South, you know, getting rid of him when yeah. it's not really, you know, it's, you can't say for a hundred percent that it's going to work. It's no. still it's still you know still up in the yeah, air. That's it. Um, look, I think that I think the rabbits are they're, they're doing well. Their defense, yeah, their defense is is great lately. Um, winning four of the five, last five games, they've kept their opponent to twelve points or less. Uh, the Knights, on the other hand, have had trouble scoring points of late. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see... And, you know, look, the Knights did go toe-to-toe with the competition leaders, but it, it was a scrappy game, admittedly. Um, I'm going to tip the Rabbits being at home. Yep. I think the Rabbits should win fairly comfortably. The only problem is, with the as, as good as their defence has been, the Rabbits... Like the Knights have had trouble with attacking yeah, of late, so um, still rabbits winning form is good form. Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Parramatta Eels. Uh, Morgan Boyle, oh my god, I didn't mention him. What a fucking plotter that cunt is. He's injured. I think I, I think he got injured in the first tackle of the game, but um, that's no that's no excuse. Don't be a plotter, cunt. Uh, Paseka starts. Corey Waddell is finally back from fucking injury, so he hits the bench. Um, there's a couple, a couple of interesting names. I would love to, you know, I would love to see the fucking back of, at a bare minimum, I would love to see the back of fucking um, Lachlan Croker. And I dare say, look, this is a guy, this is, this, I love this man, and he's, he served us well, but the bell rings for us all someday. And George Tafua, I think the bell's ringing for you, sir. Oh. Um, I, w- I would pu- I would be putting uh, Tavita Funa in there for him. I would love to I'd shoot fucking Lachlan Croker into the sun or whatever fucking fiery, you know, place that you can put him. Guacamole is in 18 at the moment. I think he should be brought in as an interchange at a bare fucking minimum. Yep. Because in the... In the uh, in the in the uh, Blacktown era, with Cade Cust, him running as a wide ranging forward off Cust, they had a great fucking combination. Yeah. So if if, if Guacamole can be Cust's fucking, you know, kick out or you know Harawira and Naira, you know, on the left, yep. great. Um, the Eels, no change to their squad. Uh, Moses is getting closer, but he's not back. Um, Fuck, I mean, there's like, there is, is no fucking chance of Manly winning this game if they if they turn around with the defense and the commitment. Um, admittedly, they do they do fire up more for teams that are good, mm. and so and and they do have the the you know the relationship with the you know rivalry with the Eels, you know, since the dawn of time, and you know the games always have a bit of spice in there. Um, but honestly, I just think without like without some like. Fanua Blake, mm. that's like the the the, <coughs> the impact that he has not being there in defence. It was like it was evident last week, and I think that's just it's just like once again we've got four out of four out of the five most key positions on the field not there, mm. and like to power he he doesn't he it, it's blatantly apparent that how the power dynamic has shifted between him and Fanua Blake over the last sort of yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like because it wasn't even it wasn't just this season. It was like happening through last season at some point. Yep. And uh, it's it's bla- it's obvious. I mean, you, you just need motherfuckers just just fucking run hard. Don't yeah. you don't need to fucking tip tap and try and put footwork on bef- before the line or anything. Yep. Just fucking run through the line, bitches. That's do that. 
and you're good. I mean, like the eels, if they if the eels turn up like they did last week, mm. then great, there's a fucking chance. But I don't, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, that's it. Um, the Warriors take on the Sharks, Central Coast Stadium. The Warriors, uh, blessed with the return of Cody Nikarima and Channel uh, Harris Tavita out of the seventeen, which is a, a fucking great result for them. Um, Katoa is back. Murchie drops the reserves. This is the second last time they're going to be blessed with the presence of Fusatua and Mamalo on the wings. Yep. Fuck knows what they're going to do when those guys go after next week's Oof. game. The Sharkies. Okay. So Mulatalo is uh, named to return from injury after he was supposed to be last week, but it wasn't. What would he is? Would they call him his nickname? Surely amongst the team, it would be Moot, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you know, like you need something quick, like you know, when he's calling for the ball or whatever. Yep. You like, you know, you're calling him in or whatever. Yeah, yeah he's Moot. Get in Moot. Get in Moot. Exactly. Uh, fucking the whole Moot. And if he's back from injury, I mean, fucking hopefully he sees a penetration from Moot. <laughs> ah. uh, who else have we got? Toby Rudolph starts with Jack Williams out of the side, which is a, another great move. Uh, Fafita is out. Is he out? Out? Oh, he's out. Mm. And uh, Scott Sorensen and Connor Tracy named the interchange. <sighs> yeah, I, look, I, I would love for the Warriors to have a fucking. What the fuck fairy was that? <laughs> was that the fucking flick the bean song <laughs> you're talking about on no. TikTok? <laughs> no. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to look for somewhere in the matchup that the Warriors might have. A fucking bad, and and I can't find it. But the thing is, Cronulla um, could very easily underestimate them as well. Yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder what's going to happen here with Fusatura and that. Like, are, are they going to be like, you know, let's go, let's let's, let's go, go out, out let's bang. go out with a bang with these boys? Yeah, or are they like, or it's like, fuck these Look, bitches, I'm not even passing the ball to them. You've essentially got Green, you know, who's who's now back in a contract year. Yeah, so he'll be playing out of his skin. Um. I just think, and I said it before last week's game as well, that, that right-hand side attack of Cronulla's is just growing in fucking dominance game on game. Um, Ramian, unfortunately, was just absolutely fucking handled by a superior Panthers defensive outfit. Look, I would put it to um, you. I would put it to you that when, when, when the Sharks look good, they're playing severely undermanned Seagulls and then Bulldogs and Titans in a row. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I still think they'll have enough to get up over the Warriors. Yeah. Okay. Panthers versus Cowboys. Uh, Panthers Stadium. Yep. Farre's back in. Shifts Naden to the wing. Chucky Staines is out because he's a party animal. Party animal in With his, his fucking family. And grinding his teeth at fucking two thirty a.m. Oh, what else we got here? Penrith, put your house on it. Surely, right? I mean, fuck the Cowboys are getting pumped by teams that aren't yep. fucking good Look, ones. They had a very good showing against Newcastle. They came up and they ambushed Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I don't think that was an had. aberration. They, they've got no Val Holmes. Yeah, he's you know. gone for like a long time. Like, what is it, like eight, eight to ten? It's it, another or? another angle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and the Cowboys traveling didn't used to be a threat, and they're still not a threat. And just absolutely, just the way they were slaughtered in that first twenty minutes of the second half, yeah, just does not bode. Does not bode well. That's it. Um, they've got a very good success rate against the Panthers during um, Paul Green's tenure as coach, though. Yep, five from eight. There you go. But without Holmes, and more importantly, I think uh, Drinkwater. Yeah. No chance. Yeah, that's it. 
okay this week. Uh, I didn't put the mailbag post up on Facebook because I fucking deleted Facebook on my phone. I totally forgot. So sorry about that, fellas. Um, tipping though. I uh, I lost a screenshot or something last week, but we got King Kong on top who tipped eight from eight last week. Ooh. I think the only one, certainly the only one in the top like sort of twenty or thirty that I scrolled down. Yes. Um, so he's he's on top uh, by two points. He or she is on top nice. uh, by two points, which is a great break at early this early stage. Uh, then follow up, we got Andy, Matt, Cowboy. Um, <laughs> in fifth, Bradman didn't push him. <laughs> uh, JBB six again, yeah, nah. Sneaky Kiwi, Benny eighty nine, and Doggy Dude. So those guys all through from from fifth through to tenth, all in the same uh, amount of points. Um, had some reviews that um, I didn't get to last week. Or I forgot to paste them in last week, so I thought I'd get to them this week. Um, Crisco Express said uh, a great show, laughs and actual smart footy talk. Been listening for over three years now. Thank you, sir. That was five stars, of course. Fantastic. Uh, we got one from uh, Sean underscore dog, and he said, uh, hilarious, irrelevant, irre- irrelevant, irreverent. <laughs> Sorry. That was, uh, that was a bit of a Freudian slip. Uh, smart reviews laced with heavy bias. The sort of opinionated, hard-hitting league discussion those guys from Fox and Nine probably wish they could do. My only wish is that every Thursday morning I had a two-hour drive somewhere so I could listen to it in one go. Sean Dog. Fuck yeah. Um, Sorry, what were you saying? You. Oh, I said, well done. Oh, well done. okay. And uh, and this one from from uh, from our boy, the biggest, uh, the goats, five stars. I love this podcast. It's part of my week, like the football itself. I cannot recommend it high enough. Fantastic. I, I, I think you should have highly enough, especially given you're teaching the youth <laughs> of the of the nation. Or he's just smart enough. Oh no, he's not. I was going to say he's smart enough to give up on a lost cause. Once well, he no, sees how I mean, lost it is. He's called the biggest. He's literally is. branded himself as the biggest tiger. Yeah. Um, I, 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 be- I believe he's waiting. The biggest horse beater was already taken. I, I, think, I think he's waiting till his hair goes grey and he's going to throw the singlet on and he's going to be you know, throwing the uppercuts <laughs> and everything. And he's the- <laughs> because I mean, you know, people would still think like a lot. Like you know, obviously, you know, rest rest in peace, Laurie. I mean. Yeah, no, no more declines for you to witness. You know, you 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 be at peace, brother. <laughs> but uh, yeah, now uh, now now biggest is trying to usurp. Yes, the, okay. The, the lofty the lofty position <laughs> of Laurie Nichols. Um, that's it for three fifty nine. Thanks for listening, folks. As always, on Twitter at TWI League, uh, Facebook group facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Twill Nation. Get in there. Um, our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Uh, hit the like button, share the shit around, help spread the word, please. And if you'd like to support the show, make sure the easiest way is to just drop us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And uh, if you want to go the extra mile, our digital memberships are still available and can be picked up anytime for only three ninety nine a month. Nice. Slightly more than three fifty. <laughs> and uh, that is it. That's all we got for this week. Look at that, skating just under the two-hour mark. Fantastic. Because I didn't spend 20 minutes doing mailbag stuff, but uh, I did send the email out for the members, though, so there is the members' mailbag. <laughs> oh, no. But uh, Extra big mailbag next week. And we might try a new thing with the recaps as well. Yeah, we're going to switch the format up a little bit next week. Just we, we spoke about doing this, and we may even mention it on the show like at the start of this year. Who fucking knows? I don't, I don't remember what was on last week's episode. Exactly. So, let alone... I fucking Ten hate, like, weeks or people put people put a line in like in the Facebook group like they put a line in and go this cracks me up 
and I literally can't remember which one of us said I, it. I, I, and I don't even, and, and not only that, the line in isolation, I don't even remember what it was about. Yes. At, like, at all. Yes. This is how tough it is to podcast, kids. <laughs> hours and hours of... What you got to understand, what you got to understand about this show is that, that we come in here and we, we wing it for two hours. Anything that comes out of our mouth is off the top of our head unless it's like a straight fact, like a match, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. a list of try scores from a match. It was, everything is, is like just straight off the top of the dome. And so you expect us to actually retain it. I mean, when good stuff, when, when something comes out that makes us laugh, you know, I'll try and take a note. That could be the title of the episode. Yeah. But sometimes you're just in it and you don't even do that. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, fuck, what's this episode going to be called? Exactly. So this one, I don't know. I mean, like something about like staples, like <laughs> about that, the, the message, the the, uh, the comment from Mezzi. Office works. Know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nice. So that's going to be it. See you next week. Later. Later.